Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. All right, guys, we are live. This is the Difference Makers podcast. My name is Justin Tamani. I'll be your host today. Today, we have with us Michael Huynh. He is the founder of Competition Corner. So if you've been in the CrossFit space and you've ever registered for an event, you've probably used Competition Corner for your registration. So thanks, Michael. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Justin. Awesome. So let's just start off. Tell us what Competition Corner is. Tell us a little bit about the the what you do and, and how you, you've serviced the uh, community for so long. Yeah. Uh, competition Corner is a competition management platform. So uh, our platform is kind of a self-service on-demand platform that any event organizer that aspires to run a competition can just kind of log in, create an event, and just run with it. Uh, we offer anything from registration all the way through to live scoring and basically everything in between, which is kind of managing the logistics of an event. Um, and that's kind of where the bread and butter of competition corner comes in is kind of uh, automating a lot of that administrative manual work that a lot of event organizers dread to do. The, that's the dreaded part. Yeah, I would say that and the scoring. That's yeah. one of the hardest but, things to do. Yeah, I think scoring is is pretty simple and people kind of uh, overreact in terms of like the stress level on scoring. Um, but we, you know, it's definitely a critical point, especially when there's, you know, there's money on the line. That's for people to oh, get yeah. scoring right. Um, so, you know, we try to keep it as simple as possible, at least on, on our platform so that, uh, you know, scoring is, is reported as it's captured. Awesome. And you guys... I mean, we we spoken just before we started recording. You told me how many events per year you guys ran, and that number blew me away. So you said pre-pandemic, you guys were doing about how many events per year? About thirty-five hundred. Um, yeah, our peak, you know, we've we've been around for a while, but our peak is was twenty nineteen, uh, and you know, we, we clocked off around thirty-five hundred competitions that year across, I think, sixty-two countries around the world in terms of like where they were being hosted. That's amazing. Yeah. So you guys have hit almost every continent with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, China was the hardest for us to tap into. Okay. Um, you know, we picked up the Asia CrossFit Championship uh, out there. Um, but yeah, we were we've been kind of emerging across different different continents and learning more and more about the local requirements out there, language barriers, payment systems. So it's, it's, it's kind of a cool journey to kind of venture off into those different, different areas and learn more about how to, how to work with uh, organizers out there. Yeah. Cause I guess there would be tons of different regulations everywhere you go, right? Yeah. Um, that, and just kind of like user behavior. Um, oh, yeah. You know, when you go into the middle East, um, nobody uses emails. Uh, everything's text message or WhatsApp. Um, you go into Europe, nobody uses credit cards, they use debit cards. Um, so like there's different things that you're kind of learning along the way to kind of satisfy um, the end user in terms of like removing the friction in getting people to register for an event. Um, so it's, it's not only having like 
you know, uh, a, a great event, but being able to, to reduce that friction for the athlete to actually register. And we're learning, uh, we're always learning more and more about, you know, the behavior of the athletes. Those are things I would have never considered. Hmm. I mean, you, you, this is why you guys are in charge, not me, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, language barrier is the biggest one. You know, we, we learned in France that, um, you know, uh, in order to increase registration for the French events, we had to be in French. Um, yeah. You know, we, we also learned that uh, they write their name, last name first. Uh, so we, when we first entered France, people were entering their last name in the first name and the first name in the last name. Uh, and then they end up printing the name cards and their names are all off. Um, so things like that. Um, you know, uh, play a big role in terms of um, just understanding the local local market. Have you guys, I mean, you guys would have had to hire almost like another development team or another person to help with the language barriers and some of those things in each in each area? Um, not necessarily. We have pretty good relations with our event organizers, um, okay. you know, and, um, I think it's kind of a win-win, you know, we we work with a lot of them pretty closely to kind of understand what their needs are. Um, and you know, they're always happy to just kind of jump in and help us translate, um, translate the platform because, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, they're going to benefit for something like that. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially with the bigger, the bigger events that we work with, we are always doing kind of a retrospective meeting. And lessons learned, you know, what did you like or didn't like about the platform? Yeah. Uh, how can we improve for, for, you know, future events and so forth? So try to, try to keep it, um, try to stay kind of as, as intimate as possible with the organizers. The Wattproof Pro experience contains hundreds of training sessions that will boost your progress, whether you're a beginner or a pro. Start your seven-day free trial now and get access to all of our top-level training programs. Search the Wattproof app or click the link inside this episode description to find out more. What were some of the uh, the first events or what were the origins of, of Competition Corner? Like, How did you guys even get started in, in the space? Um, Competition Corner was a little side project uh, for us. Um, I, I was running a software company um, back in the day, uh, building apps and platforms for a lot of the uh, startups out here in Silicon Beach. Um, and we just needed uh, kind of a lab of ourselves for ourselves to kind of build things and test new methods, new technology uh, before we actually applied it to our clients or if we're going out and pitching to a client and we can always, you know, tell them we have the capability of doing that. Um, but, you know, our gym, uh, my local gym here was running an in-house competition. Um, and, um, you know, I figured that was kind of a, a perfect time to kind of build something um, to kind of help support that. And, you know, it kind of started that way. Um, but even before then, you know, I was competing uh, at some of these local competitions as well. And there was always a gap uh, yeah. in, in this space um, from registration um, to live scoring, there's there's always these two separate systems. People would use PayPal or Eventbrite to do registration, and then they would either use a spreadsheet or some kind of glorified uh, spreadsheet for scoring. But there's nothing in between to kind of manage the logistics and all the moving parts. Yeah, um, and that's that's where Competition Corner like uh, shines. Is like we manage everything from the front end back end, but also the stuff in between 
uh, heat management reporting, um, live broadcast, volunteer management, um, judge management, sponsorship management. Um, there's all kinds of all kinds of uh, um, pieces to the puzzle in terms of like running an event, and we try to hit all those marks. Definitely is. When you say sponsorship management, what do you mean in terms of sponsorship management with the platform? Um, so you do have the ability to kind of sell sponsor uh, placement for your event. Um, okay. You know, traditionally, um, when you're trying to sell booth space, um, you know, uh, placement mm. and so forth, that yeah, that that's uh, a task in itself for like the business development side of the event uh, yeah. staff. So we've kind of helped automate a little bit of that in terms of capturing the payment for that, capturing the the assets that you need from from your partners, logos, a little bit of uh, information about the sponsor, so that you know when when all that information comes in to the event organizers, they have a complete package that they can kind of use and run with in terms of what they're going to do with that that material. Uh, you know, high quality logos is is a key thing. That's usually a hard thing to get. Um, yeah. So you can capture that all up front. You don't have to worry about going back and forth with the vendor um, and, you know, gather information here and there when you, um, when you really need it. That makes sense. I could see the, the logos being a hard thing. Just downloading a little tiny JPEG offline is yeah. not, uh, not going to cut it anymore. Yeah. Printing it on a banner and see it all pixelated. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then what were some of like the first events? Like you said, you did your, your in-house competition for the, your local gym. And then what were some of the events that, that really like set it off for you guys where you guys were like, okay, this is, this is going to take off here. Um, we had a local gym here that was running kind of like a, a quarterly series um, out at code three athletics. Okay. Um, and I had reached out to them and, and just kind of offered up our platform and say, Hey, just we've we built this platform. Um, and we offered it to them for free to use, um, and we just needed a live, true, like high stress environment to like really uh, test the platform. And uh, um, and they they were totally open to to trying it out, uh, knowing that I would be on site to make sure that everything would would go smooth. Um, and that was kind of our starting point. You know, there was a local gym that just trusted trusted us to kind of um, uh, release a product that, um, you know, had never been used before and uh, it worked out pretty well. Um, and after that, our second event um, was the event that really pushed, pushed the system. Uh, we picked up an event in Canada. Uh, it's called the UG series. Oh, and yeah. um, I hadn't realized how big, that particular event was and how complex it was. I mean, we went from running uh, a small little uh, event, a single stage competition to like a three stage competition with like 1500 athletes. Um, and that was a huge lesson learned for us in terms of like the complexity uh, and the high spectrum of events uh, from in-house to, to, um, to big big festivals like, like them. So that was kind of our big break um, in, from there, it just kind of trickled out. You know, athletes were competing at these events uh, that were also event organizers. Um, so, you know, they they got a little exposure to our our platform, and then you know, out of that curiosity, they would kind of go through our 
uh, go check us out and kind of figure out, you know, what we did. And that's kind of how we grew. Yeah. UG series for people who don't know, that was one of the biggest competitions like back in the day. I think that before Wadapalooza got really big, that was one of the biggest events. I remember, you know, multi-day competition, multi-division teams, individuals, everything like that was a thousand person plus event. Yeah. Yeah. That was a complex event. Like you said, it was a highly inclusive event. They, they covered every age range mm-hmm. um, through to adaptive. They did individuals, teams. Uh, and when you start layering all those in the complexity of managing an event like that, um, you know, exponentially gets more difficult. Um, so it was a really good case study for us. And uh, Paul at the time was the owner, yeah. um, you know, again, trusted us um in um you know using using our platform and trusted that uh, we were there to support them knowing that they were our second uh event uh ever on our platform oh so that was only the second event ever with the platform. Second event. yeah yeah we went from uh, a local event and then went into canada and that's when we really learned uh the difference in working in in an international market you know payment yeah. systems completely yeah. changed for us and um you know, currency exchanges, all that stuff that a lot of people don't think about on the surface kind of came into play really quick for us. Yeah. What year was that roughly? 2014, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So funny enough, I was there that year. You were. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the first time I ever used Competition Corner. But yeah, I was, uh, I was at UG that year. Awesome. That's funny. I didn't realize that that was kind of the beginning for you guys because that that was a a big turning point in the in the CrossFit space specifically of like a more professionalized ecosystem all around. Like yeah. things were starting to change, technology was starting to improve, kind of all around. Everything was starting to to take more shape around that. Yeah, and and no one was. I mean, there there are already systems out. Um, you know, we weren't the first uh, to mm-hmm. be, be around. Um, there are a lot of scoring systems out, uh, but no one was, as far as I know, was willing to kind of push the envelope and building, building their platform out even more beyond just a, a leaderboard. Um, so, I, you know, I saw that as an opportunity to just kind of build it. Um, it took a while for people to kind of to understand the power of, of, of the platform. Um, but, you know, it, it just required some patience and, you know, just persistence and building it, build it. And, you know, eventually they'll come. Yeah, no, definitely. What what do you guys see as kind of some of the next steps for your evolution for the company? What are you guys looking to change or improve on as you guys keep moving forward? Um, live scoring is, is a key, like literally um, zero delay live scoring. Um, mm is a piece of that. Um, everything that we've built, we've always kind of built with a mass uh, in mind, uh, meaning that we want uh, an event um, that's happening in a small gym to be able to have the same tools that a Wadapalooza would have. Um, and, and, you know, live scoring, like zero delay live scoring has always been really expensive because you you need hardware. Uh, yeah. You need uh, staff on on site, so you know we're we're in process of kind of building technology, to kind of reduce that that overhead right now. Nice, that's incredible. 
Yeah, you'll you'll actually see we partnered up with um, a company scoring Kairos out in Belgium, and um, you know they they built out hardware technology uh, to do this. Um, so we're uh, there's going to be kind of two levels of uh, uh, packages. Um, you know, if you're doing kind of like a high scale festival, uh, we're we're planning on bringing scoring Kairos on board to kind of support that. You're doing an in-house thing we're going to have apps to kind of support the live scoring so there'll be kind of two different flavors of of uh, features to kind of cater to two different budgets that sounds pretty cool yeah scoring is always such a difficult thing to manage i would say yeah i know where they are how they finish everything like right away yeah yeah and and um it, it, it all depends like some, some athletes don't even care they just kind of look at the leaderboard at the end of the day Um, but scoring becomes more complex when you bring on more people, especially on the media side of things where they really need to get information out. Um, and, and that's, that's where we've been really focusing on. The energy of a single person can never beat the energy of together. Join hundreds of thousands of Wadproof community members worldwide and become better than ever. You can inspire others and get inspired through our user-centric content creation experience. This is your time to shine. Share your knowledge, skills, and energy with community members worldwide. Search the Wadproof app or click the link inside this episode description to find out more. Is as soon as a heat is done, um, that score needs to be uh, distributed to social media. Needs to be distributed to broadcast. Um, you know, all those guys that need that information to commentate on and report on, um, and and that's that's the gap that we're working on uh, closing right now. Right on. And then with the, some of the events that you're running, you know, we, we mentioned Wadapalooza and some of those bigger events. Have you guys started to look at some of the, like, I don't know where you guys are with like the sanctioned events and, and some of these partnered licensed events. Um, have you created any partnerships in the space that are, are long-term partnerships? Um, no. So, you know, we, I work a little differently. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of events like to sign contracts and, and so forth. Um, we prefer to not work on contracts and just kind of um, bet on the performance uh, and stability of our platform. Uh, you know, we feel, or at least I feel, that if you do not have a good experience with our platform. We don't want to keep you locked in on a contract because that that relationship would just remain toxic until the end. Um, but you know, on the flip side of things, you know, we're constantly striving to make sure that our users continually come back to our platform uh, by listening, talking to them, uh, and ensuring that we understand where their um, shortcomings are and how we can solve that. Um, so it. it allows us to keep an open relationship without tying us down to, you know, a document. Best way to do it. (laughs) Um, For your platform, you guys have have worked to make it easy for people to find competitions throughout the world as well. Did you guys spend a lot of time to try to make it as, as visible as possible for these events or what's, what's been the thought process behind making the the events for worldwide competitions visible to everybody um yeah we the uh the public directory was kind of a byproduct of of competition corner 
um, it just made sense for us to kind of showcase uh, the events that we we're running. Um, and, and, you know, it was kind of like a value add for our event organizers. Um, it started off uh, pretty light. It was just a list and you kind of search, search by date. And it, it's been evolving over the years. Um, you know, we, we've, we've added a variety of different filterings that you can do now uh, to the event list. You can search for events that have prize money attached to it. You can search for adaptive uh, events. You can search for two-person team, three-person team. Um, and we, we've also surveyed our athletes um, to kind of better understand how they're using our system and what they like to see, what they don't like to see. Um, so we've got this roadmap of things that uh, we've constantly been improving on the athlete side uh, as well. Is that now the platform kind of serves all communities, uh, spectators, uh, athletes, the event organizer. So now we, we've, we've got to make sure that we keep, a, keep an eye on all angles and ensure that we're kind of satisfying uh, that community. Definitely need to make sure everybody's taken care of with that. Yeah. Um, with some of the things going on with the pandemic and, you know, we're talking primarily about live events. What did you guys do during the pandemic to kind of shift and adapt for that? Yeah. Um, it was, it was, you know, we were kind of running around trying to figure out what to do, especially like early on. Um, we saw, um, we saw events started to get postponed, canceled, um, especially the live events. And um, there are a couple of things that we ended up doing on that that period is uh, we opened our platform uh, to the community at large for free. Um, we, uh, you know, felt like you know the community has kind of helped build our company in terms of um, our growth, and it was kind of our way to kind of give back, especially to the local gyms. Um, you know, we allowed everybody to use our platform for free, um, to run kind of small little throwdowns, virtual throwdowns to kind of keep getting their member bases together and just kind of having friendly little competitions, um, online. So that was, that was a big thing. Uh, we saw a, a huge uptick in virtual competitions, um, during that time. Um, you know, we got involved in some charities during that time, uh, United and movement was one of those uh, charities that kind of helped push, um, you know, uh, a fundraiser to kind of donate to the, the gyms that were kind of struggling during that time. Um, so, you know, we, you know, we, we just did a lot of outreach during that time. Um, th that was kind of our, our focus um, is, is figure out how we can kind of help that community. That do you have a rough number of uh, the online events that you guys were a part of? Who, you know, I never even looked at that. Um, you know, there, there were at least, I would say, twenty to thirty online competitions happening um, during, you know, during that that period. Um, it was getting to the point where it's so saturated that athletes just couldn't figure out which ones to do. Um, but we also saw um, what was really cool is we saw a lot of first-time athletes. Um, starting to use our, our, our platform for these free virtual uh, events. Uh, we started to see kind of an uptick in people reposting their, their workout videos through, through Wadproof of competitions that they were doing through um, our platform. So it was kind of cool to see um, kind of 
people that didn't necessarily or weren't necessarily interested in competition, but were just interested in just moving their body uh, and, and kind of posting their scores through our system. That uh, I remember what you're saying that like there were a lot of online competitions that started popping up and just, just trying to keep people moving during that time. So I applaud you guys for, for making those changes to make it more accessible for everybody. Yeah. That was a tough time for a lot of gym owners and a lot of, I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think moving your body was just kind of a way to kind of distract yourself and just, uh, you know, try to stay as fit as possible. Exactly. What's up next for you guys with competition corner? What, what do we, when are we going to see some of these new initiatives rolled out with the live scoring and things like that? Um, live scoring is already kind of dripping out. Um, we did, um, the butcher's classic in Denmark recently, uh, using the, the scoring Kato's uh, integration. Uh, and, and since then we've done, uh, four or five others. Um, so, as, as that's kind of rolling out, we're just taking notes. How can we make this better? Uh, how can we make it more accessible um, to, to the user base? So that's, that's coming out. Um, you know, we're looking at end of year where we'll have something that's a little more um, attainable for the smaller events. Um, but our next big release is going to be a mobile app. You know, it's, okay. that's kind of a long time coming, uh, especially yeah. for the athletes. Um, you know, we're, we've been trying to figure out a way for organizers to communicate with the athletes uh, at real time, especially on event day. Um, you know, should there be like a, a schedule shift or an athlete's been reseated? Um, you know, there's always these last minute things that come up uh, or these events and emailing these athletes just don't cut it. Uh, nobody's checking uh, emails during that time. So um, it's going to be kind of an athlete focused um, app. Uh, which is coming, um, what is this? Yeah, end of this year. Okay. It's kind of gone pretty fast, but uh, yeah. yeah, end of this year, uh, we're, we're getting close. That's cool because that has been the biggest thing. You know, I've been at events and, and been a part of things in the past where it's like, okay, the heat times changed, your heat changed, all those things happen, but you just have, you're just like, okay, well, you know, where do I find this information? And it's like buried within emails or, you know, competition information that's, that's hard to sift through. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when I was competing back in the day was that I would get a PDF email of the schedule. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that was my only point of reference, but like they never thought about the, the other attendee spectators. Um, so, you know, when we built Competition Corner, we, we built the leaderboard not only as like a, you know, a performance tracker, but it was also kind of a dashboard for anybody. You know, a spectator can go in and say, you know, when's Justin competing? Go tap on your name and he can see your specific schedule. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if, if it does change, they can always check and refresh and they can see that that um, that data refreshes, you know, at real time. So um, now we're just kind of moving all that into the app uh, so that we got push notifications uh, tied to that. Right on. And then have you guys decided to branch out into any other products within the space? Are you guys working on, um, or are you just focus hundred percent on competition corner? Or there, um, there yeah, there's, there's a reason why it's called competition corner. We didn't want to kind of pigeonhole ourselves into one sport. Um, we, we slowly branched out to OCR. 
uh, obstacle course racing. Um, we actually have had um, companies come in and just kind of use our system for things that we never thought they would use it for. Uh, there's, there's this company called CMP and they do like a survival course. Um, and okay. uh, it's like a seven, seven discipline event uh, that they've used our platform for. Um, but, but the next iteration of it is going to be tournament management. So um, we've, we've released um, some beta versions of it uh, at Wadapalooza um, for like their, their weightlifting face-off. We've got kind of like a bracket uh, yeah. tournament style uh, deal there. So that's going to be kind of the next iteration of that. Um, so it'll add um, more scoring options for event organizers. Um, you know, they can get pretty creative in terms of how they want to um, configure their playbook on how they run their events. And this just adds another layer to, to that excitement. Yeah. You would think that they could use it in other sports as well at, for a registration platform, things like that. Um, I guess I never really started to look at all these other sports, but you think that like obstacle course racing or even, even something like golf. Yeah. Could be something yeah. that, that would be, able to use the platform yeah i mean it, it all comes down to like workflow um yeah you know at the end of the day we can capture whatever we want in our system but it, it's the workflow that um is, is key um you know you know we focus specifically in the crossfit space um and we've kind of dialed in that workflow and, and how an event uh is generally managed um and, and made it super easy uh, for event organizers to do so. Um, and you know, th that's kind of like our next focus is the workflow in managing uh, a tournament. Because, um, you know, youth sports is a huge, huge uh, sector for, uh, you know, across across the, the states. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's kind of an area where we want to tap into. Amazing. Awesome. Michael, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah. Where can everybody find you? I know we've got the competition corner link, but what's the best place to find you or find out more about competition corner? Yeah, they, they can email me, uh, Michael at competitioncorner.net. Uh, it's my direct email. Um, I try to respond as quickly as possible. So any questions that, that come up, they want a demo of the platform, um, hit me up there. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, right. we'll talk soon. Okay, have a good one. Yeah. With the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home, to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side -side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students. And with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training.
and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.